Hey, this is Rob Harder with Making Your World Better, a nonprofit leadership show where real stories from real people who are coming up with real solutions to solve society's biggest challenges. What does it take to be an effective nonprofit leader today? How do people fundraise in an economy that is constantly in flux? How do you relate to board members in a way that inspires them to make a difference? What are the best practices that separate effective nonprofits from others? It is my hope that through these episodes, people can learn not only what it takes to be an effective nonprofit organization, but to hear real stories from real leaders who are successfully making a positive impact in their communities. We hope you enjoy this series as together we hear how they're making their world better. Welcome to the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast, Making Your World Better. Today, the guest is Stephen Garten, founder and CEO of Charity Charge, which is actually a public benefit corporation. It is a unique company that has as its mission to support nonprofits through a social enterprise approach that helps fund the causes people care about simply by using a credit card. Nonprofit leaders and those who support nonprofits, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that we've had the topic of fundraising on the show many times. And here's somebody with a very unique and creative approach that will increase the capacity that you can have for your nonprofit when it comes to fundraising. It's a real simple tool and it'll generate every month revenue for your nonprofit in a pretty simple way. You're going to enjoy today's show. Stephen, it's really good to have you on the phone today and on the show. Uh, so talk a little bit about Charity Charge. How did you start it and why did you decide to start this company? Thanks so much for having me, first and foremost. You know, for me, I, as, as I think about it, really, I think of the, the emphasis to start the company started at kind of on a macro level when I was in college. I got the motivation for it. And then after college on a micro level. And to just dive into that, you know, unfortunately, when I was uh, 19 and a sophomore in college, my father passed away. and um, you know, it was obviously a really challenging um, time in my life. He was someone that I was super close with and um, someone that I looked up to a lot and really loved. And, you know, as I thought about my father, he was just an unbelievably generous person and was always giving to nonprofits. And, you know, that was evident um, throughout his life, you know, growing up with him. And so that, that always naturally spread to me. And, you know, about that time when he passed away, as I mentioned, I was a sophomore in college and you know, it was kind of, that was a defining moment in my life too, where I was thinking about career and, and what do I want to major in and what do I want to do after college? And it really hit me about how short life is. Um, you know, he was 53 when he passed away and it, it really made me want to focus on building a career, um, in the space where I could integrate, um, doing good by doing well. And, um, you know, I didn't want to be someone that, focused on giving back to nonprofits and charity and being philanthropic um, later on in life after, you know, maybe I amassed a fortune, uh, you know, working in the typical uh, corporate world. So at any rate, you know, that definitely instilled in me uh, early on, and I think guided me to find Charity Charge. And then it wasn't until a number of years later, um, I'd always been doing entrepreneurial things that um, I think my mind was open to this, but I had been accumulating a host of credit card reward points. And I remember going on to the bank's website to redeem. I thought, oh, great, this is the end of the year. I'm going to be able to uh, redeem these points for something really great. I remember browsing through the rewards catalog, and, you know, there are items such as 25,000 points for an Olive Garden gift card or 100,000 points for a Samsonite briefcase. You know, I just kind of felt duped. I thought, wow, you know, this is one of the another trick by the two big to fail banks. And so 
at that moment, I logged off, and as soon as I checked my email, a nonprofit actually in Austin where where I live now and, I'm, and the company is based um, called Hill Country Conservancy sent me a note. Um, I had previously donated to them earlier that year, and, you know, this was an end-of-year fundraising drive they were looking to raise money for. And that's when it clicked to me that I thought, hey, you know, I've accumulated all this value in, in these credit card reward points, and there's nothing that I want to redeem it for. I don't need more stuff. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I could just use a credit card? And every time I did, I would just get to donate automatically that value to the nonprofit. So, you know, I think that that's, that's really kind of the high level of, of the vision and, and why I was inspired to start Charity Charge, you know, through, um, you know, my father and, and, and obviously influenced by, um, by his death. And then on the micro sense, you know, kind of the idea came to me as an epiphany just through that that experience that I had of of, tr- of not being interested in redeeming credit card reward points for frivolous items. Well, I love hearing your personal story, and it's always interesting to hear how people either start their nonprofits or start their businesses or or get moving forward with something that really means more than just making money. Um, so thanks for sharing about your dad, and uh, it's obviously had a really big impact on your life. Um, and I, and I really love your heart for charity charge. In fact, the mission is this, it's, it says states on your um, website, we're a social enterprise on a mission to empower people and corporations to fund the causes they care about simply by using a credit card. So here's the probably a thousand dollar question here. Uh, what makes this work on your end for it to be both profitable on the one end, but also charitable? Sure. So on the, from the consumer's perspective or the cardholder's perspective, Every time they use Charity Charge, they automatically earn 1% cash back in the form of a tax-deductible donation to any nonprofit of their choice. And through our partnerships with GuideStar and Network for Good, we have literally in our system preloaded every single nonprofit, large and small, in the United States, including universities and K-12 schools. So this model and Charity Charge is set up right now to be able to redirect people's cash back literally wherever they want. And cardholders have the flexibility to support multiple causes. And at any point in time, they can log into their cardholder portal and track and see how much they've earned. So, you know, on the consumer side, it's really an easy way to automatically donate cash back. And from our perspective, you know, typically in this arrangement, what we have in place is what's called a co-branded credit card. So you might think of a Southwest credit card or a Nordstrom's credit card or a J. Crew credit card, a Best Buy credit card. There are these brands that have credit cards, and they have reward systems, and they partner with MasterCard or Visa, and you know they might partner with a big bank like Chase or Amex or Capital One. We took that same model. It's just the twist is that the cardholder ends up getting to donate it, to the charity of their choice, they get the benefit of the tax deduction. And then for charity charge to stay afloat and be able to operate as a public benefit corporation, the bank and also our bank partner, Commerce Bank and MasterCard, pay us what's called a management fee. So they pay us to operate the program, but that is completely separate from the 1% that the cardholders earn in cash back. And even more to that point, we actually underwrite the donation processing fees um, on our side so that the full value of the 1% that the cardholder earns actually goes to their nonprofit. And, you know, for, for any, uh, you know, nonprofits listening to this, you know, you're, you're, you're probably aware that unfortunately 
anytime a donor makes a donation to you using a credit card, you know, about 3 to 5% is going to get eaten up in donation processing fees. So we really felt that it was important as we built this social enterprise that we um, absorb those costs and, um, you know, re- put out there that we recognize um, how much nonprofits lose every year in those donation processing fees. Well, and a very intriguing concept, and you're absolutely right. You know, I think a lot of people obviously have moved to encouraging people to give online, you know, for their favorite nonprofit or for the individual nonprofit they lead. But you're right, there's always those fees that are involved that really, I think, discourage some from giving, uh, particularly large gifts, uh, because the fees can be pretty high. So going back to the credit card itself and your concept, why do you think that more credit card companies don't do this. Like, it seems like you're one of the first, maybe the only that does something like this. Now, granted, we have, I know you can go to, you buy things on Amazon, you can do Amazon Smile. They have a program where you can, you know, donate and dedicate some money towards your favorite nonprofit. But in terms of a credit card itself, um, you're very unique in this. Why don't you think this is something that other people have caught on to? Well, there's a, you know, there's a couple ways to answer that question. I tell you that the first is that what has existed in the past are really large-scale affinity cards. So, for example, Susan G. Komen, great organization, has a partnership with Bank of America. Um, and in that model, you know, Susan G. Komen is a large enough organization that Bank of America wants to partner with them. They want to help sign up Susan G. Komen donors for, at the end of the day, what's the Bank of America credit card. So there is a model here of large banks partnering with really large organizations. What we've done is said, you know, let's figure out a way to use some technology. Let's um, be innovative in this space. And let's, um, let's go out there and do something that's going to be broad and that's going to help every nonprofit regardless of their size. And, you know, the flip side of the question is, um, I think early on, you know, I had a lot of um, um, disgust for the too big to fail banks in the financial services industry. And, you know, I still do to an extent, and I don't mind, uh, you know, putting that out there. But but what I will say is that, you know, banks are first and foremost in business to turn a profit, and they're in business to please their shareholders and um, their board and, you know, all of their other stakeholders. So to that end, while, you know, this is a great opportunity to do well, you know, banks are focused on putting credit cards out there that are tried and true. So much of what you see in the industry are traditional cashback cards or points cards or airline cards. And, um, you know, I don't think that there was an acknowledgement in the industry of let's figure out a solution, first and foremost, that's built on a mission to serve these nonprofits and then um, and then figure out how we make a business case for it. You know, they're all going to be first and foremost about how do we profit. And um, I think that's the twist of what Charity Charge is. You know, I came to this to start it up to help out. Um, you know, I knew that I could figure out a business model if I if I worked hard enough at it that could be sustainable. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, um, you know, banks are focused on profit maximizing uh, for dollars, and we're focused on maximizing good. Well, I really like your approach again, and, and that leads me to the next question is, why are you so committed to support the nonprofit community? You know, I, I think definitely it ties back at a high level of the inspiration of my father and a recognition that I don't know what's, what's after this life, but I do know that I 
I want to make the most of what I have right now on this planet. Um, and I really feel that if I just put out a lot of goodwill and approach the world with a really positive mindset and abundance, that everything's going to flow right back to me. So I really do believe first and foremost that, you know, in anything in life, try to provide value first. And that's what I'm trying to do, you know, in a micro sense when we work one-on-one with a nonprofit and then obviously in a macro sense to kind of the industry and consumers and corporations at large. Um, you know, but I also think that what drives me is, to be candid, a bit of ego um, in the sense of, you know, I was really inspired by people like um, Steve Jobs and others that created some sort of product or device that literally thousands or millions or hundreds of millions of people use. And to me, a credit card is such a ubiquitous thing. We all use it every single day. Uh, whether it's credit or debit or prepaid, you know, this space, we are all consumers. We all have to buy things, grocery, gas, and, you know, other stuff like that every day. Um, and so for me, you know, I was driven to put something in the hands of, you know, hopefully at scale millions of people and that, that, that helps them make a difference. I love that. It's a great motivation. And okay, so if people are listening and they say, okay, tell me how it works. Give me an example of uh, maybe a nonprofit that you work with or individuals that you work with. Um, give us some success stories. Like how is it? how much money has it raised? Do you have stories of um, nonprofits say, hey, we saw a 10% increase in fundraising because of Charity Charge. What kind of data do you have in terms of uh, the use of the card so far? Yeah, absolutely. So um, on the most basic sense, um, I, I would just say first and foremost that nonprofits should think of this as a capacity building tool. You know, charity charge is free for them to promote to their donors. Uh, their donors sign up for the card and every time they make a purchase, that cash back flows right back to their nonprofit. So instead of sending a traditional donation plea that you might do multiple times throughout the year or putting in a ton of time and effort into a gala that, you know, is only going to happen on one specific night or day of the year, Charity charge, if you put that out to donors and they they get the card, every single time they're making a purchase, it flows right back. Um, you know, and you can think of it where Amazon Smile is just a half a percent, but only on products that are bought at Amazon. Charity charge is a full 1%, and that's everywhere you make a purchase. So, for example, um, you know, a great nonprofit actually here in Austin uh, is Whole Planet Foundation. It's the sister nonprofit to the Whole Foods. And Whole Planet Foundation um, – got wind of what we were doing. Um, we gave them some simple copy and newsletter collateral that we give to any nonprofit that wants it and a link to a custom sign-up page. They simply put that in an email out to donors. Um, they themselves, you know, even shows the power on a small scale. They sent out one email. Um, it generated about 20 cardholders um, just off that one email. And it drove in within the first couple of months um, almost $2,000 back to them. But that's reoccurring. So every couple of months, they should generate, um, even if they don't even get more cardholders, which, you know, that's just the start of it. They will over time, um, almost a couple thousand dollars. So to me, that just demonstrates that the really easy power of it, that, you know, if they if a nonprofit goes to charitycharge.com, there's a nonprofit info tab. You can click that. We have a simple little intake form. Um, as soon as you a nonprofit fills that out, they're automatically brought to their portal that has a link to a custom landing page that got, gets generated automatically for their nonprofit. They simply promote that landing page, that sign-up page in their 
social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or a newsletter. And anyone that signs it off that page, when they receive their charity charge card in the mail, it'll automatically be tagged to support that nonprofit. And so, again, in the case of Whole Planet Foundation, we simply gave them a link to their landing page, some sample newsletter copy. They sent it out to donors, donors that the concept resonated with, got the card, and now every single day that they're making purchases, those donors are automatically supporting Whole Planet Foundation. The money just flows in. Um, it's automatic and it's reoccurring. That's really interesting. And it sounds like if I'm reading this and I'm, and I'm on your website right now, which is wonderful um, how easy it is, it's laid out, it's very user-friendly. Um, are you only working with MasterCard at this time? In other words, you don't have a Visa or American Express correct. option. Is that correct? That's correct. So in this business model, um, in, uh, there's only two partners and it would be MasterCard and our bank, Commerce Bank. But the point is that the card is accepted worldwide wherever MasterCard is. So um, it is a new credit card that people apply for and then receive. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. And again, if for a nonprofit, if they're a leader's listing, they're like, it's simple as signing up, getting your information to Charity Charge, and then all of a sudden you have a page and it's listed now as an option for when they use the card, they can say, hey, we want to give to the Christian Center of Park City. And it's already automatic. And then month after month, if they continue to use the card, the money just comes right into our account. Sounds like it's really simple. Yeah, it, it, it actually really is. Some people think that there's got to be a whole messy sign-up process or contracts or all of that, but because we're leveraging the power of, um, on the front end, you know, MasterCard, which is accepted worldwide, you know, that gives us, it allows the end donor to be able to simply get the card and feel comfortable and secure that anywhere they go, they can use the card. And then on the back end side of it, because of our partnerships with GuideStar and Network for Good, um, you know, we're automatically leveraging the scale of having all the nonprofits in there and then being able to route the donations to um, the given nonprofit. I will, I will say that although everything we focus on to date has been about how a nonprofit can easily get a landing page and people can sign up off of that, there is a very just straightforward, more generic way to sign up. If you just go to our homepage, charitycharge.com, you simply enter your email and then there you can search by name for any nonprofit. So that's a more of a um, public sign-up process that uh, an individual can go through as well. Well, good. And, and we, let's talk about fundraising a little bit for nonprofits because you've worked with a lot of nonprofits now and getting them connected with this um, charge card. Um, why, in your opinion, is it so difficult for nonprofits to fundraise? And you've already kind of mentioned it, but maybe you can talk a little bit more about how does this credit card option now uh, add maybe one more tool into a nonprofit's leader's tool belt to have another fundraising mechanism? Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. First, I do want to say, um, putting charity charge aside, um, it's very tough to find a silver bullet in in terms of anything that, that a business or a nonprofit does to be successful. you got to try a lot of things um, and figure out what works. And so most directly to your question, I, I would say is donor fatigue. Um, no, you know, at, at this point in time in 2017, um, you know, people are tired of getting inundated with direct mail after direct mail piece and email after email of donate, 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 write us a check, write us a check, write us a check. And so that, to me, is where Charity Charge fits in really well, is it's a different thing to put in front of your donor base. And it's a way for them to sign up and know that 
every time they make a purchase, it's effortless and they really don't have to think about it. So I think that's where it fits in. I think bigger picture, though, from the nonprofit community, again, I think there needs to be an acknowledgement that times are changing and um, they need to rethink about how they communicate with their end donors. You know, I think that one of the biggest challenges that that I see, again, charity charge aside, is how nonprofits storytell and communicate that to their end donors. Meaning, instead of just asking for, this is even a simple thing, but you know, most a lot of nonprofits um, will still just ask for straight dollar amounts, but not demonstrate back to the donor what that dollar amount will do. So, i.e., if you give us $100, it can go towards us building or doing or accomplishing this thing. And I think that's a really easy opportunity for nonprofits to um, leverage the power of storytelling and try to make the act of giving a little bit more tangible. That's interesting you say that because we have had people on the show in the past that talked about um, how we can improve fundraising and that's come up quite a bit is how to tell your story better and more effectively. Um, what do you feel like, are there a couple of nonprofits out there that you feel like are really doing a good job of telling their story, using social media, capturing people's attention? Um, who jumps out to you as you scan the nonprofit sector? So one, um, definitely, I mean, again, we work pretty closely with Whole Planet Foundation. I, I love what they do in the sense of it's microcredit loans. So they're actually able to um, track and quantify out, you know, for every dollar that's given to them, how much how much actual impact that makes. And they use they have a whole um, metric system on their website, and they put out, you know, a lot of graphs and content showing donors what the impact is. I think some obvious clear leaders in this space early on were, you know, Charity Water, Pencils of Promise. They do a really a lot of um, a lot of great things out there in terms of leveraging storytellers, uh, storytelling rather, to let donors know how their dollars are making an impact. So those those are the three. I think Whole Planet Foundation. Charity Water, Pencils of Promise um, are doing um, a really great job and, and so, so many more. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with all three of those and I completely agree. They're doing a really good job and uh, they're telling their story very effectively. Um, when you've pitched this, you go ahead. Yeah, keep going. Uh -huh. I think just elaborating on this point a little bit further, part of what I wanted to point out is um, something that came out of a, a discussion I was having with about 40 nonprofit leaders uh, in Austin during South by Southwest was that anything you buy as a consumer, you know what you're getting, right? If you're going to go on Amazon, you, you don't just say, oh, I want to spend $100, send me whatever you want to send. Or if you go into a restaurant, you order specifically what you want off of the menu. So now flip that. Imagine you go to a donor and you just say, hey, give us $100. Hey, give us $1,000. It's very important to show them what they're getting for the value that they're spending. And so um, I, I think if, if nonprofits would start to think of themselves more of the principles that are applied in just consumerism in general and how they can apply that to fundraising, they could do very well. A really interesting concept because there's no doubt we are all consumers and I think um, the, the way we consume, if you will, is changing. And so for nonprofits to relook at how they're coming across to the average consumer, I think you're absolutely right. We need to ask some tough questions. And that maybe is my last question for you. You know, when you've pitched this to other people and you've tried to, you know, let people know, hey, here's another tool, what have been some of the barriers? What has kept people from doing something like a charity charge or just improving how they do fundraising? 
Yeah, and there, you know, I would, what I would say is that the big industry, there's about 200 million credit card holders out there, and some people love their airline miles, and some people love their cash back. I think from an entrepreneur standpoint, the big thing I've learned is I can't convince the unsellable. Um, and so, you know, we, we're finding our market of people that believe um, giving is better than receiving and maybe don't need a, don't fly as much um, or don't really see value in all these bonus points that they've been accumulating. Um, but I'm not out here trying to convince someone that doesn't want to do good and help out that they should use charity charge. I'm here to provide this rather as a tool and a service for those people that really are dedicated to giving back and recognize that um, life is not about accumulating things. It's about giving and it's about helping out. Thanks for that. And our guest today has been Stephen Garten, founder and CEO of Charity Charge, a unique company that has as its mission to support nonprofits through a social enterprise approach that helps fund the causes that people care about simply by using a credit card. Stephen, if they want to get a hold of you or they want to find out more about uh, Charity Charge or just you in general, where do you send them? Absolutely. So our website is simply charitycharge.com. And then across all social media platforms, we are just at Charity Charge. Um, happy to engage one-on-one as well. So I'll even throw out that, you know, my direct email is Stephen with a PH at charitycharge.com. That's great. Stephen, thank you again for your time. I really like your creative approach to this whole idea of how to support nonprofits in a unique way, how to give another tool to nonprofits to add to their fundraising strategy, if you will. And thanks for your heart. And I love the fact that your father really inspired you to do this and you're moving forward with your mission. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. And I also think that the platform that you've created with this podcast is just awesome to connect, you know, people in this space together and provide a platform to give back. So lots of thanks to you as well for providing this opportunity to have me on. You bet, Stephen. Thanks for saying that. I appreciate it. Thanks again for your time. I wanted to let you know that we are on iTunes. If you are wondering how to find out where we are, check us out on iTunes by typing Nonprofit Leadership Podcast or Rob Harder, and this podcast should show up. We also encourage you, when you go on iTunes, let us know what you think. Give us a review. Give us a rating. We would love to hear what you think of this podcast, and your feedback will help us expand this podcast to get it out to as many people as we can. You can also go online to listen to this podcast, either nonprofitleadershippodcast.org or my website, robharder.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep making your world better.